Here we go. This is just on Jaunty Jams. It's just under a month now before I set off on a trip that I've wanted to do for many years. Heading off to Indonesia first to surf and create for a few months before a wedding. Uh, and then to explore in Bali to interact with some of the conscious communities in, in Bali and yeah, go back to being a student, learn, create, connect. So that's the initial plan. At this stage, I'm not too sure where to next. Potentially Southeast Asia, India, Japan. And part of this journey and part of why I am traveling and want to travel is first of all to take me away from the comforts that I've created since being here on the Gold Coast for the past four years and three months. I've had a phenomenal time. I have connected with so many incredible, beautiful people. I've built a community. I have fallen in love multiple times and simultaneously ended multiple relationships with people who I thought I was going to be with for a while. I've learned new skills. I've surfed a lot and had some incredible waves and experiences here at some of the best waves in the world. I've had some really deep and dark challenges and some really hard moments that I thought I was probably never going to come out of. And then through these dark and challenging moments have been able to experience the, the most profound levels of joy and happiness that I've ever experienced in my life. I've really connected to some deep practices. Uh, started in 2020 at the start of COVID, I started connecting really deeply with breathwork. And with a partner at the time, we did about six months of regular, consistent, deep breathwork sessions uh, almost every single day. And through that process, went so deep within myself and expanded myself in so many ways that I connected with the power of this practice and how incredibly potent it is when we utilize it in the right way. And by the right way, I mean with intention and with a process of integration afterwards. I believe that is a process that we get to engage with in life in general is our, in, in, our intention leading into something, the actual action, and then how we integrate it afterwards. If we can apply that framework to all areas of life, we can see immense growth, we can learn and and set our intention so that we're pulling information from the past. We can practice on being present in the moment through the action. And the integration is figuring out how we're going to navigate our path forward with whatever new understanding or learning we've just received through the intention and the action that we've set. So connected to those practices, really connected to nature a lot since I've been here. I've spent a lot of time on my own going for long hikes, you know, anywhere from 5Ks up to 20Ks, some even longer. 
and just really being with myself in nature and experiencing my full self, generally, you know, removing my phone or having it just on silent or airplane mode and just walking for three to five hours is so clearing and so healing, especially being in nature and being away from all the noise. I developed a connection with my purpose during a hike one day at the Wari Circuit. I set my intention at the side of the walk that I would like to understand my purpose. And halfway through the walk, I sat down and this, this, this comes from months, if not years of searching and, and going through other practices to connect to a deeper sense of purpose. However, this particular walk halfway through, I wrote down that my purpose is to inspire and motivate millions of humans to live incredibly healthy lives by living my own adventure-filled, incredibly healthy life. I know it sounds very simple, but that's why I'm here. And over the past, I would say probably 10 years, from about when I first started university, maybe even a little bit longer at the start of 2011, I began my journey through going to the gym and wanting to explore the capacity and the capability of my physical body. I set goals. Uh, one was 180 kg deadlift, 140 kilo squat, and 100 kilo bench press. Uh, and I got to those points. And it was phenomenal at the time, you know, based on my level of awareness and consciousness at that point. The downfall of that, however, was a, a loss of flexibility and mobility. Um, being bigger and stronger, I, you know, I didn't really understand the desire and the need to stretch uh, and do mobility work. So my surfing and my skiing, which are two things I've been doing since a very early age, went downhill quite rapidly like my abilities and skills really declined during that phase when I got really big and I thought to myself well what's the point in doing all this stuff if you know if the things that I really enjoy doing surfing skiing and other sports and being outside are, um, are affected and my skills are affected so I went on the journey of figuring out okay what next so flexibility functional movement um, mobility, started doing a lot of yoga and connecting to yoga. And that was when I first learned about connecting breath to movement uh, in a really deeper and profound way. And I guess a more of a spiritual way rather than just grunting and breathing through big reps uh, of heavy lifts. And then from there, you know, wanted endurance, wanted to see how far I could push myself. So I started doing some longer distance cycling, some longer distance running and connecting to that. I took myself from 70, probably three kilos at the start of uni up to about 85 kilos, still very lean, um, but of muscle. And then the journey back was yoga, endurance running, functional training, stretching, mobility, long distance, endurance stuff. I ended up dropping down to about 67 kilos and realized that, you know, this isn't supportive as well. I've lost all my strength barely do pull-ups anymore yeah i can run really far and fast and i can cycle far and fast but i also need strength and i want strength because that supports me functionally in other ways for my surfing for skiing for just general life activities being able to pick things off the floor being able to pull myself up if i'm hiking or climbing so from that point 
you know, had also been learning about mindset, about, you know, emotional regulation and also spiritual connection and just continue to develop in these realms, which eventually took me and brought me to the Gold Coast uh, with a partner at the time. Uh, we encouraged each other to, to take the leap and to move overseas and the Gold Coast was the spot. Uh, I really loved it. I really loved the idea of living here. So I moved here February 2019. And from that point onwards, yeah, something new had been sparked in me. I started with a sales job and realized after a few months that this is not what I wanted to do. I learned some good skills, developed myself in many ways. However, I wasn't making sales because I just didn't believe in the product and I didn't like the way we were selling it. Doesn't say the product was was a bad product. It was a great product, but my faith and belief in it just impeded on my ability to sell. So anyway, from that point, just was like, well, I have to make a change. Uh, there was a model I'd been reading about called the Ikigai model, where you join together your like an interest of yours, something that the world needs, something you can make money from, and something that you're passionate about. I think that's the four parameters or whatever they are. Uh, and ultimately you find that spot in the middle. And uh, I got to the point of deciding to do a personal training course because I didn't know what else to do. Uh, and that was a great starting point for me in terms of just like, okay, cool. I want to help people. How can I do that? I'm good at training already. I've already self, I'm already very self-taught. I can utilize this information and this um, personal experience to support other people. So from that point onwards, yeah, my journey into being of service to others began. And it has been one hell of a beautiful journey uh, over the past four years and three months of being here in the Gold Coast. Fast forward to COVID time, uh, I started working at a gym. That gym shut down three weeks after I started because COVID happened. I just went deep into personal development and read and listened to many different spiritual books, a lot of self-help books, a lot of books about money and finances, books in all, all realms, but mainly directed on how to develop the self and how to work on the multiple facets of the self, whether that was the physical body through movement and nutrition and rest, um, through mindset. So how to utilize the power of our mind and, you know, what words we're interacting with and, and how we frame everything in our lives to our emotional connection to really tuning into feeling our emotions and also understanding our emotions and building our emotional intelligence. So having a vocabulary of emotions that we can also logically understand, but also viscerally feel and experience and how do you then use those emotions to harness energy within the body and move energy through the body. And then on top of this uh, was this underlying spiritual connection that was being forged through all of these practices, through going down to the beach a lot of evenings, especially when I was by myself during COVID, and meditating and connecting and doing breathwork on the beach and just being with myself. I really started to forge a deeper connection with the, the lands that I was living on and also myself. So that was fun. It was really introspective. But then came a point of, okay, well, I need to continue being of service to others. And how can I do that? I started, started a blog called Eat Clean, Be Conscious and started growing and building that. 
at the time I was with this partner and we were doing these breathwork journeys. When the relationship ended, I decided basically to just fully abandon ship on all of the things that I'd created within this relationship container and basically just do a single thing again on that blog, which had been making some good progress and I'd been really enjoying it. I uh, went back to the drawing board. I got a job at Lululemon, uh, a job managing the men's department, which was actually really, really cool. I, I love the, the products that they create. There's such functional clothing. And the community that they create in their local environments. I got to meet really incredible people through the events that we ran. And through the events and through the work that I did, I actually met one of my like best friends now. I organized a photo shoot, uh, an outdoor adventure photo shoot. And I had, a, had another really good friend of mine who, another story, but we met at the top of a big hill here, a mountain called Mount Warning. And he also is one of my best friends. Asked him to set up a highlighting shoot. And when I met, you know, this was Chris. And, and then I met my friend Fergus from that shoot. And since then we've been just best bros. And I'm so grateful that, you know, that job opportunity led me to making one of my, the best friendships of my life so far. So from that job, I did about nine months there and eventually, you know, got myself back to a point where I decided, okay, I want to go, I want to be doing my own thing. And that, although it was a scary decision in many ways, I knew and know that it is the right thing for me, that being of service and helping others is my purpose and my mission here. So from this, I had challenged myself to a 30-day breathwork challenge. Uh, this was in September or October, sometime around then in 2021. And on the 30th day of completion, the 30th day of doing breathwork every single morning, this was me reconnecting to my practice. I was taking a class at a, a gym that I was training at and no one turned up. It was a 9.30 a.m. class. No one turned up. So I was like, okay, I'll do my own workout. Doing my own workout and someone walks through the door and I say, I'm like, yo, how's it going, man? And we start chatting. We have a good conversation. Uh, his name was Alan. And he told me what he does. And I was super fascinated. Oh, wow, cool. Yeah, I'd love to do a session with you right now. Can we do it? And he goes, Base, I can do a free consultation. I'm like, no, 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 I'll pay for a whole session. Please, let's do it. So we did the session. Uh, he told me what he does and his philosophy. I told him about myself and, you know, just doing this breathwork challenge and all these things. And he said, hey, you know, I'm. I've got these little events or these community events that I've been doing. Um, I'd really love, you know, I'm constantly looking for ways to, or people to support us. Would you like to come along? And I thought to myself, yeah, of course, I would love to. That sounds amazing. So went along to the first session and just lay back and just, just took it all in. And then I met up with Alan, took him through a breath journey on the beach. Uh, one of the ones that I practiced myself many, many, many times. He was blown away and he was like, cool, can you take our community through this? So I thought, yeah, I'd love to. I'm like, yeah, of course. So stepped up to the plate. I was definitely very nervous that first time running a breathwork session for a, a group of people. But it just felt so right. It felt so exhilarating. Also nerve-wracking at the same time, but I knew that this was my path in many ways. And... From that point onwards, you know, me and Alan continued to connect and we got to a point where we decided we wanted to expand and, and co-create and, 
and that was where I am human or human was born. That was born and birthed at the start of 2022 or by the end of 2021, start of 2022, we rebranded, we got a logo done and, and shifted everything over. And from that point onwards have, you know, have committed to every fortnight showing up at Talabadra Creek to run a session for the community. Uh, we started to, we created a full moon event, which has come off the back of just the processes that I really would like to take myself through during the full moon time of the month. And I would usually go down to the beach and meditate, do some breath work, maybe connect with some plant medicines and just sit and be and would really develop some deeper understandings at particularly at that time of the month. And the idea came to me to yeah, take people through a similar process, create an event and hold space for people. I really love connecting with cacao and wanted to share this beautiful, delicious recipe that I have with people. And so the rising moon events were born. And from there, we dabbled around. We did a few different collaborative workshops, um, one on conscious connecting and empowered relating, but I think kept the main focus on the rising moon events and the Sundays at the Creek. We then got to the end of last year and were creating a facilitator training. I had been going through some personal stuff in my life and got to the point where I just, I couldn't commit to, to actually being there to support the release and the announcement of it. And as I had some things going on that I was, you know, working on and that were taking up a lot of space and also was really trying to focus on the creation of my own coaching program and business. Anyway, fast forward, we, you know, all things end up falling into place at the start of this year. We managed to bring four people on to the facilitator training and yeah, have a really powerful experience and, and bring four new people into the circle to support the continuation of the Sunday's events and just to support the continuation of the growth of human, which feels incredibly amazing. Um, However, with traveling, um, you know, obviously I'm not going to be here anymore to run events in person. So we've decided to, I guess, kind of split in, in some way. Um, I'll still be helping out and creating and doing the marketing stuff and doing a bit of the creation stuff on online for human. Um, Alan will be helping out with the Sunday's events. And then my intention is to grow an online community around the rising moon events. So ideally get to the point where I could run, you know, an event in person every three to four months, potentially. Um, however, this, uh, this new journey and this new iteration of the rising moon events is still very much in its infant stage and I'm currently working on the vision. So that's human. That has been such a big growing point for me and my life and meeting Alon was has been so incredibly transformative transformative for myself and my growth it has pushed me to the edge in many beautiful ways uh, constantly up leveling to be able to hold more space and to be able to to hold a safer container for all the guests that we have to our events I think at the end of the day and what I feel is that the work that we do for ourselves and how we prepare ourselves is what is given out at any event that we run. So I found out the hard way that 
when I'm rushed and when I haven't allowed myself the space and time to prepare myself for events, I feel like a fraud when I'm running them. I really get hit with the imposter syndrome and I've had one particular event uh, where I was standing there mid-event, mid-taking people through a deep process and this just overwhelming feeling came through my body almost to the point of having a panic attack at the event while people have got their eyes closed and breathing and just this very loud overwhelming voice telling me to run to get out to go fucking just ditch it fuck it run run as far as you can and i had to sit with that and it was so intense and i feel like that was a big turning point in me really committing to the practices that i that i have available to me the tool belt that i've developed over the years and everything that i do leading up to events and really ensuring that I'm creating the space within myself and the, the container that can hold the energy that the group that I'm facilitating wants to or needs to receive. I mean, those processes can vary, um, but a couple of the main things that really support me in going to those events and, and really being able to hold that powerful space is time in nature, really connecting to, to getting out into the bush you know, really away, not just the park, but like away from the city, going for a walk, generally finding a spot just on a rock or on the side of a river or next to some big trees and just lying there. No phone, just simply just being in existence and no timer or anything. Quite often it's an hour, two hours where I'll just lie and just observe and eyes closed or eyes open, looking at, the na looking at nature, hearing the sounds and just absorbing it all and just really connecting to Mother Earth and really grounding myself and grounding my energy and allowing whatever needs to come through that will support me to run the event to come through. And oftentimes after that two to three hours of whatever in nature, all the ideas will come through to me for the event. I'll see the event really clearly. I'll see exactly what I want to, you know, what intention I want, what the theme of the event will be, how I want to show up, what other practices and what other things will support me leading up to the event. And then, yeah, just really showing up on the day, making sure that I've nourished my body through exercise, through stretching, through doing mobility work, connected with my mind and cleared the clutter through meditation, um, some my own breathwork practices just to work through whatever is in the body, whatever is most present and just, yeah, just time and space, a few walks on the beach and, and just making sure everything's prepared. So that has been an incredibly transformative journey so far and it's only really just beginning and there's so much more to come. There is there are so many beautiful openings available to me in my life right now. However, where I am going to spend and dedicate my time to mostly for now is to create a online container and online education platform with courses that align with the concepts of self-mastery. I have focused so intensely on trying to master myself or mastering myself. Am I a master at any of these things? No, no way, shape or form. I think being the master 
I think that's, it's like a false concept, you know? I think we're always constantly the student, right? And if, you know, if it goes by anything that I've done in my life, any point where I think I've figured it out or I think I'm on and I think I'm like, oh, I've done all the work now, I can just sit back and relax. That's when the universe goes, eh, 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 and all the tests and all the challenges come flying through to really test, okay, do you really truly think that you have it and that you can hold this right now? So I think in that process, like anytime we think, damn, we've got, I've got it good, like, yes, yeah, take that time and feel the gratitude for what you've done for yourself and congratulate yourself, honor yourself for what you've done. The gratitude, the appreciation, the love and the kindness towards yourself. However, double down, double down on those practices that have got you to that point, whether that is meditating, whether that's long walks on the beach, whether that's a breathwork practice, whether that's yoga or some type of movement or Pilates or Qigong or anything that strengthened your body and your mind simultaneously, or your spiritual practice, your faith, your ability to fully trust life and trust in the flow of this beautiful existence that we get to experience, to double down. And, and that has been a big lesson that has pulled me through. Another thing that has really pushed me to my limits and also challenged me in many ways along with providing immense growth has been relationships. I have had the, the fortune of being able to connect with some really beautiful women. Uh, first of all, the, I won't share names, however, the, the girl that I moved to Australia with, um, she supported my journey in so many ways. She really helped me open spiritually, open to what was beyond, beyond the veil uh, through connection with clairvoyance and psychics and other people in that field that really provided me some information that they couldn't have known. And it just blew me away and that really started to crack me open uh, from ending that relationship and moving forward to the next relationship with this uh, beautiful woman who, we went, who I went on these breathwork journeys with, she once again taught me so much. And I am so grateful for that incredible experience. Um, although it got to a point where we decided, that, or she decided she didn't want any more contact, uh, I respected that and yeah, have just accepted what transpired and have decided to move forward. I still wonder sometimes, you know, and, and hope for the best for her and, and her life journey. And, you know, really hope that if I did bump into her one day that she would just be thriving and in her power. Fast forward again, I started another relationship last year uh, with another beautiful, really gorgeous woman who so incredibly talented and smart and yeah, we again had some beautiful, really powerful times and also from some very challenging times where I got to witness my traits and behaviors and the, the amount of duration and control that I have put on myself and how hard I can be on myself sometimes to, to try and meet this high degree of perfection or high level of excellence has in many ways filtered onto those that I have been in relationships with, which has come off as, yeah, and in, in some ways controlling, 
and has been hard. You know, it's been very, it has been tough for, for some of these people that I'm with and also very liberating from the feedback that, you know, that, that I supported them to go beyond some of their limits and to open themselves up to new realities. However, it caused a lot of heartache and that, yeah, I'm just so grateful that those people just continue to lean in, continue to show love and I got to practice showing love and leaning in as well. So for those experiences, I am incredibly grateful. I've witnessed some deep patterning come out and have been able to work and navigate through these things and ultimately learn more about myself and, and my role here and, and how I relate. Um, through these practices as well, I've really connected with my sexuality in a way that I guess breaks the, the traditional paradigms of, you know, or the conditioning that a lot of men are conditioned upon and, you know, classic journey of watching porn as a kid and, and kind of having a bit of those expectations in relationships, but also having a very distorted and twisted relationship with my sexuality. I went through a phase, I did six months of like complete celibacy of like no, no masturbation, no connection with my sexual energy at all whatsoever, no touching, just like completely nothing. Almost there could have been a, a box or like a lock over, um, over my genitals <laughs> throughout that time. And that was incredibly transformative. That really connected me back to myself and it really took me through the void of some of these vices that would come up in life. Um, porn being one of them, masturbation, um, just, I guess, also the concept of lusting, of looking around and lusting at women, of, of connecting with that and really deciding to respect the feminine and especially through not letting the mind or observing and witnessing the mind taking itself on a journey, which like a sexual journey. Um, so yeah, learning that and learning to really just connect to the lust inside me and, and understand on a deeper level where that comes from and to then work on nourishing that feminine part within myself through time and nature, through really just actually resting my body and being with it rather than thinking I'm resting, but actually still doing really intense things. Like thinking I'm going and nourishing my body in a feminine or a yin way, but actually doing it in a very masculine way, like going for a hike and running the whole thing and doing an intense breathwork session midway through the hike and taking my phone and filming the content, <laughs> like rather than actually just surrendering fully or going surfing, being in the ocean, which is nourishing, but hunting waves and surfing big surf. Uh, so yeah. Lots to learn and lots to experience moving forward. I think that about wraps it up uh, for now. Um, the other reason why I am filming this and posting this is I want to just to create a, a longer standing lasting record of my journey and share that with the people in my community so that what I learn and what I experience in my journey, I can give back and I can share with people. So if they face similar things that I face, they, they might have one tool or one little bit of advice or one little 
um, story of mine that can relate to where they're at in life and that can help guide them through. Isn't that about it? This is Just On with John T. And this Just On is the name of the podcast. It's a bit of a play on the words, just, you know, referring to what is just and what is right and what is fair and, and on, just being on in life. You know, we are constantly on. We are in a constant state of flux and movement and out the energy through us is constantly changing. We are on at all times. Uh, so just on with Jaunty is where it's at. I will be checking in regularly and sharing my journey with you all, sharing what I've learned. And hopefully this will help you in some way, shape or form. So thank you very much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you who has supported me on my journey of getting to this point right now. And I'm just yeah, really excited. Also a little bit nervous to, to pack everything up and, and set sail on a big journey. So this is it. Let's fucking go.